0: From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing.
1: Instead, it is a half, and it is Morikawa, indeed, who provides the cup puncher for the United States official. The cup is back in the United States' hands.
2: The work to hold it. Crosby to try to win it, and the kick
0: is good to win the game.
1: Wow, what a weekend indeed. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot is here. We're in Vegas. We're glad to be with you. Chris Pavona is our producer. We had the big kick wrapping up the weekend. Packers get the win. You leave Aaron Rodgers' time. We watched that in a couple of games. And Crosby Boots at home. The Ryder Cup. Boat race. I mean, that's like winning a football game. 19-9, that's like winning a football game, 72-3. to And Stevie looks pretty dirty and dusty on your side of the table. Do you need a broom?
2: Oh, you oh, went there. You, you, wanna, you, wanna, you wanna, son you of wanna, a... You
1: want to, Mr. Red Sox fan, you want to sweep that up?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, it's just hilarious.
1: <laughs> Two drink minimum, yeah. man. I'll be here all week.
2: All right. So you're going to do the show by yourself. Oh, wait, oh wait, of- wait a
1: second. I make the joke. Yeah. On air, you take a pot shot at me. Before we go into air, you're cursing at Bavona. Because you know he's going to play the Stanton home run.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> Wait, it's not just that. how are you, how are you,
1: you got, letting Chris he, No, up no, no. Huh? no you
2: got he. You, first of all, I love Chris. Second of all, he he did get in. I love you, know, you two. Apparently, the, the if three, you listen to the, the show three, last week, the three homers during the three game sweep by by Mr. Stanton. I, the, great week. Uh, you know, notwithstanding the Red Sox getting swept, what a great weekend. I, I as I'm watching the Ryder Cup, uh, in and out. I feel like Dustin Johnson is is giving the middle finger to to um, the the course there in Kohler, Wisconsin. Went, oh, he like, got even. Yes, yeah, he, he did. Got even. He got
1: five and zero, which is really uh, a most golfers don't play all five matches. And even if you're having you go four and one, you kind of carry the team over the finish line. Five and zero is almost unheard of. And he won his final match. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Who was it? Mr. Shorty. It was uh, like a six-footer. Was it Paul Casey? It was Casey. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, my, my God. This weekend. Was almost, yeah, no, no, I know. It, and Johnson's like, whoa, okay. I mean, he went and shook his hand. I mean, it, it had already been decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This weekend for me, I mean, the Ryder Cup was amaz- It was amazing, but it was anticlimactic. It, but I had matchup bets. So I'm still watching it for the matchup bets. Mm-hmm. But you're, I'm literally sitting there. I mean, I went through all this on Saturday. I did make five minutes for myself in golf Saturday afternoon. It was the, the window of late in the afternoon. We'd, we usually play in the morning, so I got that out of the way. Came home, watched the tape of the Ryder Cup. Yesterday morning, Ryder Cup, our time, Pacific time, 9 o'clock, Ryder Cup starts. All the football starts at 10. Now I'm sitting there with the mixed channel, watching all every game as much best I can. Ryder Cup. I actually put a little bet in on the final indie car race, road race in Long Beach. So I had that. Then you had the NASCAR race. Then the Sunday night games. I mean, I'm my, literally, my head, I was like Linda Blair yesterday. Yeah. It was kind of good. It was great. It was a wonderful day. Yeah. yeah. But it was sensory overload. But it was so many cool things going on.
2: And we had Exhibition Hockey, Brian. And,
1: th- well, and The th- crack and down 2 nothing, and come back and win 5-3. And at 9 o'clock, midnight Eastern, 9 o'clock Pacific, Kenny White and I do, and here's an opening line thing, the adjusted lines. and So do a live show last night. And then, like, okay, let's see. Well, oh, yeah. Then I had to watch the Golden Knights preseason game. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, but it's... My, my plight, my lot in life, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Yesterday
2: was a fun day. Uh, again, except for the Red Sox, but I enjoyed yesterday a lot.
1: Oh, by the way, can we squeeze this in? Yeah. We had all, all those great things. Chris Bavona rolled for us at the top, and then there was this. A 66-yard field goal try for Justin Tucker. It would be the longest in NFL history if it's good.
2: A 66-yard try. Tucker's kick is on the way. It is good! Crossbar! And it tumbles through! It is good! Time has expired! Justin Tucker with the longest field goal in NFL history!
1: And of course, it hits the crossbar, goes up, and goes through. Who else would they be playing but the Detroit Lions? He's who the- play their heart out give up a 4th and 17, and then lose on a 66-yarder. Mike Lewis, big Lions fan from the Suncoast, going to join us in hour number two. Off to the races. What a weekend it was. But we're always looking ahead on Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network.
2: remember the good old days before you found us got the winning
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: I got to bounce on my step on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> like Brian Blessing Bobblehead, down. Usually you do that. That's a good song to get you going on a Monday. We had a good, I think we did good by you last week. We do, you know, listen, we love our guests, the sports directors. Stevie and I have a great time with Chris Bavona. I mean, we, I'm telling you, the, the two that stuck out like a sore thumb I mean, we said all week long, that New New Orleans number was just wrong. That was just, my God, come on. The Patriots played the Jets and the Dolphins. New Orleans murdered Green Bay. Then Green Bay came back, and you go, okay, well, they only played Detroit. But you saw Green Bay. Green Bay's Green Bay. They're fine. They had a no-show bad day. And then New Orleans has been traipsing around Texas for a month, and they lost a road division game. And now they're going to New England catching three against a rookie quarterback? That made no sense. And then the Packers thing, we told you last Sunday at night and then on a Monday right out of the gate, said that number's three and a half. What planet are they on? San Francisco had been on the road for two weeks. The Packers, look, hey, they're back. The offense looks good. Uh, you know, throw the first game out. And you got Aaron Rodgers. Great game. let I mean, let's you know hey Garoppolo drove them down won the game the only thing they did was score too fast yeah. but but you're getting three and a half it came down to three Rodgers against garoppolo like okay i guess if you want to put it up that way i mean we were we had the mallet out talking about those two games all week really
2: impressed with new orleans i mean they're you know drew Brees retires you got Winst, Jameis james winston in there um uh, Sean Payton, I think, is doing an excellent job with him. And then, uh, you know, as you said, you know, they're barnstorming. They, they're not sleeping in their own beds. I mean, that, that, that's a tough road to hoe, and, and, and they're getting the job done. I'm also impressed with the Tennessee Titans off of that, off of that week one loss. They've played better here recently. By the way, uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah do, he's doing well. Is he still in? He's he's still in, but he's resting comfortably. In what was dehydration? Condition. Is that what well, they, they think it was? He, dehydration? They just said he, he felt ill at at the conclusion of the game. Um, I had heard
1: last night it was they were treating him for dehydration. Okay.
2: A- as a precaution, uh they sent him to the hospital. And again, he's, uh, and he's doing know, well that, right now.
1: That's no wacko thing. I no, mean, no, no. you know, it's funny. Like I learned my lesson the hard way out here. You know, heat stroke. Yeah. First time, I was just a complete idiot. I didn't, I didn't you know, I didn't, oh, oh, okay, this is a thing here.
2: Oh, I just thought he's out of the hospital. I uh, just, I just good, came across. Good. He's out.
1: And the second time was a kind of an innocent one. It was like this spring, and it was the first 90-degree day, which out here feels like nothing. Right. But it was 90 degrees. Yeah. And Dumbo here goes golfing, and I didn't wear a hat. Because it's, it's only 90 degrees. Right, right, but right. the sun's pounding on me. To oh, oh, I got heat stroke real bad and that dehydration. Uh, it was ugly. I remember driving home with our buddy. Uh Well, it was with Mr. Cornegate. Okay. <laughs> from the Superbook. And we're driving home. And in the car, I said to him, did we play the back nine? Wow. He looked at me like I had 10 ads. I, yeah. I, I was a mess. Next morning, I woke up. Lesson learned. And... I got through it. I slept and thought, oh, I'm okay. I'm all right. Woke up the next morning, had two sips of a coffee first thing in the morning. All of a sudden I start shaking and sweats and and went fell right off the planet. The caffeine dehydrates like that thing lingers with you. So I'm sure, like I'm just being a box of rocks at home. He's been getting pumped with IVs all night.
2: Right, yeah. It happened to me Brian in the fall. Uh, I used to ride my bike every day for exercise. It just it hasn't happened here lately, but uh, and and it's it, as you say, 90, and that's like you know you get used to 115 around here, so 90 feels cooler, right? And I'm out riding the bike and toward toward the end of the ride, and I didn't take any water with me. I I, I normally you know I had two holders. You ended up in Utah? It, it, well, no, I, I I ended up getting home okay, but I I was.
1: Oh, I, did, I get I, you.
2: I felt ill. I felt really ill, and I down some orange juice. And apparently, you don't do orange juice Wada. when you're in that in that condition, right? So then, so then I got even sicker. It was so. Not good.
1: Of all the crazy things that were going on on the weekend, Mister Bavona uh, decided to attend a sporting event. We're being led to believe, which is a little interesting and off the beaten path, but it, it's something fun. How was it? Um,
0: what's the way I would say? It? it was preseason hockey. There you go. That's the way I would put it. It was uh, initially very happy to be back in Madison Square Garden watching a hockey game. It was the first game I had seen since February of, of 2020 when uh, the Rangers played the Sabres. It was um, it, it was fun. And then the Rangers lost 4 nothing to the Islanders. So it was, um... You didn't being lose right back over. at home, it was being right yeah. back at home.
1: Yeah, it's a preseason game, please. The result means nothing. You no, know, you, you you're I, all, I admittedly was twisted. watching.
0: I was on my phone watching um, the the Yankee Red Sox game, and then switching over to my fantasy football team, who had <laughs> a very, my team had a very bad
1: week. Uh, my team's made a big, big comeback. Big comeback after week one. So, how much is a beer? Seriously, this is a serious question. Curious minds want to know: How much is a beer at Madison Square Garden? Nine fifty. That's not bad. Of uh, uh, like, well, what's that like? What it depends on which ounce... one you get. <laughs> no, no. Is it is it a can? Is it a cup? What is it? I got
0: one of those. Um, I got the Goose Island IPA, and it was about. Uh, oh. It was one of those sixteen ounce cans, and it and was, about, was it was nine
1: fifty without tax. Well, that's not bad. You know about a beer at T-Mobile Arena is like sixteen bucks. Yeah, but they're like the twenty-four ounce ones. But it's still, it's like, you know, for sixteen. You sign your life away for, for sixteen
2: bucks. I can get twenty cores lights at the Albertsons.
1: What happened to sports, man? Hot dog and a beer. Go to a game. I mean, literally, you know, you go to the hockey game and you're eating peanut butter and jelly for two weeks. Yeah without bread <laughs> <laughs> off a fork <laughs> all right. so oh by the way one more thing the, the, the intangible things i'm just saying eight and a half let me ask mr bavona your giants kind of a dumpster fire right lose to atlanta it is an nfl team all right go under Go under, know.
0: go Never under, win. under, 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 whatever their, whatever their win total was, I hope everyone's
1: going under. But I would just throw this out because it's, uh, it's honestly, I, I hate, kind of hate, well, I do hate when we have sports tragedies. And then you have to find a way to talk about sports because it, it when they play events and they're wrapped around something, you know, the, the players are dealing with it. So it's a thing. I'm just saying, we talked about New Orleans in the first segment. New Orleans is laying eight to the Giants. That's a big number. But they have been on the road for a month. Hurricane Ida is awful. Thankful. It's bad. Very bad. I know. But we know what Katrina was. But it was like the greatest game, in, and they won Super Bowl. The greatest game in franchise history, one of the most memorable things. New Orleans, when they played at the Superdome, when they came back after Katrina, these guys have been on the road. The fans have been dealing with all this stuff. This is going to be a great release for them, something they can do to be entertained. New Orleans is laying eight at home to the Giants, and they're finally back home. And what should that be worth to the wagering line? Seriously, from a home field advantage perspective. I mean, the roof could come off the joint.
2: It is going to be massive. (laughs) But... It feels like a big number. It is reason. a
1: big number, but I mean, that's that intangible thing that I don't know that it's factored in enough. All right. Good stuff. We love doing this. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad you're with us on a Monday.
3: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
2: a true player you look for every advantage you can get congratulations you just found it the winning edge. sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else 24 hours a day seven days a week this is the sports grid
0: radio network
1: what a great time of year man i mean there's so much going on And we're 25 minutes into this. That last segment went by so fast. There's just so much to talk about. It's fun. I mean, hopefully it's profitable. That's what we're all about. But man alive, I mean, there's just so much going on. Then we get the game tonight. Dallas, it's gone through the key number. It's up to three and a half. Total's 51 and a half. Get a little NFC action tonight. NFC East action. And interesting to see. I think we're learning further what these two teams are all about. It's an interesting game for me tonight. I think Dallas has a lot of of talent. There's clearly upside there. Survived. Got a hard-fought win last time out. Philly loses to what we believe is a very good San Francisco team with one of those intangible angles. They were on the road, and they're now 6-0 the last six games when they've done the back-to-back week stuff on the road. So the last thing you witnessed was Philly losing and Dallas winning. But Philly put the Sasquatch foot on Atlanta in the opener, and Atlanta beat the Giants. You know, no joke. No jokes required. It's an NFL game. They went on the road. They won a road game. So this is what we talked about all summer long, Stevie. I think we're into week three, week four. And water will find its level, and we kind of know what we're dealing with. I think in this crazed different summer and a shortened preseason, I think we're still learning who these teams are.
2: And I still don't know who Philadelphia and Dallas is, Brian.
1: Well, that's right. That's my point. I can't wait to watch the game to get a further read on these two specifically. I look at this game tonight, if if I had to, and the number's good, it would be more of – it's me more – not guessing but like having a read on it like which way would you lean it's like a lean it's not like like of the games yes there are a bunch of games like these games love these games the conviction on this one eh, not so much and we know it's kind of like the thursday night game right with carolina Uh, but you know what the standalone games have been flying over the total i think they were all had all gone over before thursday night said, I, you know, I'm sorry. The under is the way to go here. I, I'm not going to get in. I felt like I was stepping in front of a freight train, but I just said, where are the points going to come from? There's something telling me here, and again, I, this is not a big conviction, that it's a division game, and, and it could be more defensive in posture. It I, I could be really wrong. And it's, a, it's a slight lean. Yeah It's like it's on, I'll be slightly involved.
2: It's it's more likely to go under the second meeting of the year than the first meeting, but it is a division game. I, if I had to do anything, that's probably where I would lean. I am I, going to stay away from it. I, I got I don't I have no idea what the Philadelphia Eagles are. I, uh, Dallas, there's enough talent there, but like Ezekiel Elliott's not involved in the offense. I, McCarthy, who I thought was fantastic at Green Bay, I I don't know what he's doing at Dallas. I've I've no clue. I I, I just I have I have absolutely no feel for this game tonight. No. The funny
1: thing is, I had a really really good weekend, and then it was more for entertainment purposes only. The lake I got to the late games. I did, did New Orleans in the early. Um, I played the Bills. Yeah, and uh, there's one other, and, but the props, and I, I'll get into that and say, but then in the afternoon, it, it w- was a little thing hooked up some teams to watch the games, and it d- didn't do so good. So, again, like you know, you got to have conviction. We can do it for entertainment purposes. hooked up like a parlay in the afternoon stuff. I uh, hit uh, two out of three, had the Dolphins, had Minnesota,
2: How about we? I I,
1: well, the one that got away from you had the under in the Tampa Bay game. All right, and then that thing blew up. So so I'm sorry. It's fine. Had to cough. It is fine. So, but my point is, I got. I want to come back to this. I went three and zero on the props. The prop market. I've been talking about this now for weeks. That i have been slaying the props and. I think the fantasy football and the, the stuff I'm in and I watch other things, it is a betting market. with You think of the myriad of opportunities. The three plays they had um, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, over rushing yards, got there by about two. That was close. He got there at the end of the, at the third quarter, but Indy got behind and they, he never got the ball again, but he had gotten over. The uh, other one, And this was an intangible play, even on a prop. I mean, again, the intangibles read between the lines. Edwards Hilaire had done nothing through the first two weeks, and the Chiefs are throwing it all over God's creation. He fumbled the game away last week, right? Mm -hmm. So you sit there and go, you don't trust him, you give him the ball less. My belief was Andy Reid, the Chiefs, know he's an important part of that team, it's like a guy drops a pass. You throw it right back to him. Right. And they did. They, they wanted to get him going. He got 100 yards. Flew over the total. And then the other one was an interesting one, and it got there. Thinking Brady would be under duress from uh, Donald. Right. And the pass rush and Jalen Ramsey on the corners. That I thought the Patriots would use a lot of swing passes and use the backs. Tampa Bay. What did I say? You did I say the tra- Patriots? I'm yeah. sorry. The, that's coming up this week. Uh, the Tampa Bay game. And played Leonard Fournette over 23 and a half receiving yards. He got there. I mean, okay. They could have been wrong. But there was sound, rational reasoning that went into each of those plays Then I have more conviction on that funny shape object bouncing a goofball way or a backdoor cover that's going to get you. And
2: and the other thing is, Brian, if you really like a favorite in, in a game, instead of laying the points, find a prop that's correlated to them winning the game that is plus money, right? So instead of laying points, laying a dime, now you're getting plus money. Uh, on something that's probably gonna happen based on what you how you feel about the game. Well,
1: but the other side of that is like what happens in the Super Bowl. and I, I'm, I know I've been banging the drum on this, and I'm just telling you there's like six hundred of them. If you go in there and do the deep dive, you're finding real sound opportunities. Sure. Yeah <clears throat> But the thing is, in many instances, the individual player prop, Uh, That was not what my thinking was with those three plays, and thankfully they were. But guys that go over the total in many instances, individual guys like in the Super Bowl, are on the losing side right? because they're behind and being forced to be one-dimensional. And if you watch these games, here's the deal on this prop stuff. It cost teams games yesterday. Going to that idiotic prevent defense. Detroit lost a game. Fourth and 17, prevent defense. And they're not the only ones. And in garbage time, these teams go down, and the teams are playing the clock, not defense.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. uh, to, To again prove your point, Brady throws for what? 434, I think, yesterday. Losing effort. Losing after about 434 yards passing for him. He's over 40,000 yards in his career now. (laughs) It's just insane.
1: Well, you've got to take garbage time into account. Okay, I'm a Bills fan. I'm watching these games. They beat Miami 35-0. The final score of that game, as I watched that game, should have been 52-7. Seriously, Hmm. Devontae Parker dropped a touchdown he should have caught. It was a long pass, and he dropped it. They won yesterday 43-21. I got news for you. The game wasn't that close. It wasn't even that close. Gibson gets a 75, the perfect call against the demons, a jailhouse blitz. They're up 21-0. They're blowing their doors out. He throws a screen to Gibson who, unbelievable individual effort, goes 75 yards for a touchdown. And then the one other score they got was with like three minutes to go in the game, Stevie, at garbage time. And yeah. the Bills' offense that had looked pedestrian, uh, got news for you. It's back.
2: You talked about Edwards-Hilaire. How about, how about the L.A. Chargers with Justin Herbert in that game? That, on the road. That's impressive. I still don't know that's a tough division. They, they still could be like a 9-8 and eight team. You, they win that game.
1: And they got full marks for this. Yeah. Turnovers. Kansas City turned it over three times. They didn't turn the ball over. Right. Go to a box score. It's not that difficult. And and by the way, KC scored, and you're going, what? You scored too fast. Yeah. You left him time. They, they weren't able to get it done. Oh, by the way, we'll get into this in the next segment. Kansas City has lost two in a row.
2: Okay. Two in a row. When's the last time that's happened?
1: Well, let me while, tell you something. Right? You want a monster game coming up? In two weeks, the Bills play at Kansas City. If the Bills wouldn't if the Bills yeah. win that game, mm-hmm. I'm not discounting the Raiders or Denver or what anybody's doing now, they could get home field advantage for the playoffs in that game because KC stumbled out of the blocks. Always got to be looking ahead. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 204, Sportsbook Radio Network.
2: Sometimes winning just comes down to attitude. Well, that and listening to us.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Back with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Bellis and Stevie Slapshot We're in Vegas. Chris Pavone, our producers back in New York. Our number two, Chuck Esposito, over at Red Rock Station Casinos. The STN Mobile app is going to join us. Mike Lewis from the Sun Coast. Our good friends going to check in. He's a Lions guy. We just got to. <laughs> got to do it. I sent him a text. He says, Buddy, I don't even have words. I don't even have words to describe. He just sends back first pick of the draft. I got news for you. Uh, not happening. The Jags and the Jets are a disaster.
2: 70s reference. Tucker felt like uh, Steve Austin to me on that kick. Did, 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 did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mike Lewis is going to tell, I did not notice this. I guess they're um, in a tizzy in Detroit. A tizzy? Yeah, well, they got converted to fourth and seventeen, mm-hmm. but the play that got them, or at the, whatever the, he said there was a should have been delay a game, that the the one play was like two seconds after the clock expired should have been delay a game would have been a seventy one yarder not a sixty six yarder.
2: How about the game last night? I'm listening to the Packers broadcast and they're screaming about referees calls. Apparently, there was
1: more than one botched call. There were some squirrely ones, yeah. It was, yeah, it was not a shining moment for the officials. I don't think it was a shining moment for coaches. I just got to, I'm telling you. The Raiders win. They're three and zero. We told you, Brissette. Bad as they look last week, what happens? Pro team embarrassed. He gets a week with the ones, takes them down, forces overtime. Raiders get the win. I got to tell you though, my pet peeve with coaches. You watch them on full display. I'm, I'm losing track of them. There were so many of them playing the prevent defense and just let teams go down. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, mismanaging the clock. The Raiders won the game. They were ahead. See, to me, it's, it's so egregious when teams do this, when they're ahead in the third quarter. Oh, we're, in, we're ahead. Take a timeout to talk about a play. Uh, I, I, the Raiders are up eight points. I tweeted this out at the, with five minutes to go in a game. The Raiders are out of timeouts. With five minutes to go in a game, a one possession game, that is a sin. I mean, you'll lose games doing stuff like that. That makes no sense. Yeah. You take the five yard delay game, those timeouts are oxygen tanks. And then there was one other one. I'm sorry. We saw a kickoff return on a missed field goal for a touchdown. Try the long field goal at the end of the half. The guy returns it. Crazy things happen in football. So it's overtime. And the Raiders are inside the five, whatever. You could run it in or on first down. So I'm surprised they're not kneeling down kicking it here. And they, they don't. They try running it one more time. They go, okay, we're going to kick it and they let the clock run down to three seconds. I'm sorry. That is stupid. You've got a timeout in your pocket. Stop the clock with 12 seconds or 15 seconds. If it's a botched snap, you lay on it, you call timeout, and you kick the field goal, and you still win the game. Why would you run the clock down to three seconds? And if it's a, you know, I mean, these goofy things, they shouldn't happen, but they do. How hard is it to know situationally what the right thing is to do? What was Gruden doing? Am I wrong? You run that down to three seconds, run it down to 10, bad snap, lay on it, call a timeout. What are they going to do? From the you know ninety yards away with ten seconds, oh, give yourself the security blanket of a bad thing could happen. I, how do you not think of stuff like no, that? I,
2: well, I agree with that. I, I didn't. It, I think it was first half. Uh, the this Miami defense, by the way, pretty good. I mean, impressed me uh, yesterday. Even though I didn't, I don't think the Raiders played well. But in in one of the situations, they didn't play well on on third third and short. The Raiders run the ball and Miami just absolutely stuffs them, right? So then they they bring on the field goal unit or I'm sorry, the punting unit, but then they call a timeout the Raiders. They think about it and they go they go for it on fourth and short. And same running play. The same running play that was stuffed on third down. What are you doing? Yeah. Why, why, why even go I'm I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this, why,
1: why am why are they even going for it? I would have punted the ball, and that's. I just. Gruden said after the game, "I'm not going to apologize for a win." Well, you know, you you gave up a big big lead. That's fine. That sort of stuff happens. But I mean, to have no timeouts left with five minutes to go, and not have the foresight at the end of the game save yourself a couple of ticks in case it's a bad. I don't know. I mean, that that's just like little things that at somewhere along the way, I yeah. will I will guarantee you. If you are frivolous and cavalier with your timeouts, frivolous and cavalier, you will lose probably more than one game during the course of the season because you frittered away your timeouts. I just don't feel good about this team. I mean, I did, look, they're
2: they're winning football games, but it, I don't know. There, there's something there that doesn't feel right, and and it's Gruden
1: and it's Carr. I think you're. I mean, see, I'm those two things irk me to no end. I think the Raiders are decent. I, uh, you, you keep waiting. I, uh, you I ke- know. I, but they've, hey. they've got the talent. But I, I watch these games, and I, something's not right here. It's just something no. is not right. What's with not? This- I mean, they're they're like a five hundred team. We said they're a five hundred team with some upside. And honestly, I'm they're doing a car wheel. You beat the Ravens, and then you won at Pittsburgh. And you're 3-0. and You beat who's in front of you at the end of the day. Now you're on to the next thing. I mean, I, give them marks. I give them full marks. They won games. I just don't – I think there's just goofy stuff. There, there, there was a play, and we, and we saw this happen
2: last year too. Rugs wide open, wide open in the end zone, and Carr overflew, overthrew him by 10 yards. I mean, it was, it was not even close. I mean, you, I, I understand you miss passes, you know, occasionally. I, I don't know. It just – it doesn't feel right to me. So,
1: again, you got to be willing to watch or read between the lines. But, again, the, the eyeball thing, I'm sorry. God gave us, most of us, a brain. <laughs> were you I thinking of the
2: same guy I'm thinking of? I, th- I bet you
1: were. We'll no, but he bit. gave us two eyes, too. And I'm telling you, I said this after week one that Pittsburgh walked in and beat Buffalo. And I'm going, it was a brilliant defensive game plan, and the Bills did not adjust to it. They they played right into Pittsburgh's hands the entire game, got stopped on fourth and one three times and had a block punt for a touchdown. And people are shooting flares in the sky. Pittsburgh went into Buffalo, won that game. I'm telling you, I'm watching that game going, Pittsburgh is not that good. And I'm telling you, Roethlisberger, 38 of 58. 38 of fifth they throw fifty-eight times. Yeah. The running game is non existent. 38 completions, 318 yards. Stevie, 318. I'm sorry. Yeah, 318 yards. 35 completions. Five and a half yards of a play, a passing play. They're not they cannot stretch the field. And in Pittsburgh, they're like, <clears throat> okay, it's only three weeks. But you're looking at this offense, it does not work. No, it, It's not sustainable. They, they've got to either make adjustments, and there's actually rumblings in Pittsburgh going, he's done all these great things. There's no way in God's green earth they're doing this unless this thing really falls off the map. Like, do you go to Rudolph over Roethlisberger? But in Pittsburgh, I'm telling you, it ain't right.
2: No, in this league, you've got to get the ball down the field. And it, it, nobody has a running game anymore. So, Edwards-Hilaire went for 100. I think Kamara had 80. That's all that I remember. Uh, significant uh, rushing, r- yards. R- rushing yards uh, yesterday. It, so, you've got to get the ball down the field in this league now. And if you can't, you are significantly behind the eight ball in the NFL. And Pittsburgh can't get the ball down the field right now.
1: Well, the other side of this, how about little old Cincinnati. They're, I they're, mean, they're they're they compete. A, yes, they do. Yeah. They they competed
2: last year. Yep, they sure did.
1: And Burrow's got something going with Chase a little bit. Mm-hmm. That kid, he's come out of the gates. It, they they beat, beat the Vikings
2: without Cook. Right. That was the We're, opener. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm, they, sorry they, I'm sorry. They beat sorry, the, but, but, yeah, the Vikings
1: yeah. in the opener. Lose. To the Bears and the in the Bears home opener, then go on the road and beat Pittsburgh, but they're in games. They and that's the one thing about these guys—they are in games. Yeah, they are no walkover. No, they're not. And Burrow looks good. I, he does. And coming back from the knee injury too, give right. that kid some marks. Son. Yeah,
2: yeah, full marks. Because how, how many guys have we talked about? He, even Brady, when, when he got injured against the Kansas City Chiefs that one year, he he is still a little sketchy. About his knee, um, it, it's tough, tough to trust that injury coming back. Burrow's doing it. Um, i I, I like this kid. I like this kid. Now they need to get a, you know, some more talent around him. But Cincinnati's a, a team that can ruin your season, you know, depending on who's who's on their schedule.
1: And I will tell you that I believe Indianapolis is a really good football team without a quarterback.
2: Yep. Yep, they sure are.
1: I mean now give him full marks, Carson Wentz, out mm-hmm. there running around on two sprained ankles. But I'm watch I'm watching this game. They're in the game. The play calling was an atrocity. And again, from the prop perspective, because I told you I played Jonathan Taylor, he's got sixty some yards rushing. And it's a one-possession game, and they got Wentz throwing it all over the place. Three and out, three and out. What are you doing? You're down one score. Run the ball. They were in the game. I, the play, the, They could have won the playoff game last year, and their play calling kind of got the best of them. But, boy, I watched Wentz. It's it's not there. No. And then the one other thing I would say, the Tennessee did this yesterday, and I'm just looking ahead 15 weeks, 16 weeks, they are built for the playoffs, man, because yeah. if they get a lead, if they get a lead, they can close games out with Derrick Henry. They yeah. played keep away yesterday. Yeah.
2: No, I, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with Vrabel. I think he's a, he is a fantastic NFL head coach. I really I like that team a lot. Henry Tannehill does not turn the ball all over. I, 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 it's just a really good football team. I'm, I'm impressed with them and New Orleans. So those would be my two really go-tos. Um, I, I like San Francisco a lot, Brian, but, man, they keep racking up injuries. I, I, the, them and the, and the San Francisco Giants, both from the Bay Area, have really are still playing well through all these injuries. I don't know how they're doing it.
1: Didn't do a lot of college. Didn't do any. We'll, we'll get into college football a little bit in the second hour. The one thing. Everybody, it matters. Penn State beats Villanova. And jumps up to number four in the country. They're in the top four. (laughs) (laughs) Bama, Georgia, Oregon. Penn State. Top four. Penn State plays Iowa. Coming up. All right. Coming back to Vegas. Sportsbook Radio. Stevie has got the injuries. Coming up next.
0: It's sports gaming strategies and information you can use to make your own luck. Get some right here on the home of the Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. They call me Doctor. They call me Doctor
1: Love. I've got to I feel like Stevie's the doctor. He might be a physician assistant or something. But- Not
2: even my girl calls me Doctor Love. That's a misnomer.
1: But you do have the injuries.
2: I do. We'll start in the NFL, Brian. Uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, wide receiver T. Higgins, shoulder We got a bleeder. Missed the last game, and they play on Thursday against Jacksonville, so I make him doubtful for Thursday's game at this point. Uh, for Denver, wide receiver K.J. Hamler tore his ACL. I
0: botched that one. Oh, that's a botch job. That's bleeding.
2: He tore his ACL yesterday, Brian. He is out for the season. And remember the Jerry Judy ankle? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right.
2: For the Broncos, and unders, it's, and is out another two to four weeks. Unders with Denver. Some good news in Carolina. Running back Christian McCaffrey hamstring. Nice f- models. <laughs> still expected to miss a few weeks but they're not expected to put him on the IR so he's not going to miss three weeks it's going to be under two weeks that's some good news I don't know that
1: might be wishful thinking
2: well that's what they say they say they're they're, they're not expecting to, to put him on the IR for
1: their sake I hope I mean the guy's an incredible player.
2: In Chicago, mm-hmm. we got quarterback issues. Oh, Justin yeah. Fields' hand.
1: Oh, ow, ow, ow. <laughs>
2: was injured at the end of the game yesterday. He's questionable for this week's game. Then, as you know, Andy Dalton needs. Are you okay, man?
0: <laughs> Next time, kill me.
2: Week to week. So that would suggest he's out. However, Nagy has said that all three quarterbacks, Fields, Dalton, and Nick Foles are in the offing to be the starting quarterback this week for the Chicago Bears.
1: You need a program. Get your program. (laughs) Get your program right here. The program continues. Scott Farrell's coming up for Eastern on the network. We got Chuck Esposito, Mike Lewis, hour number two. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, don't go anywhere. <laughs>